Hi, good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Today is March 23rd, and it is week four of our Magical Manifestation Month. And before I introduce our amazing guest today, I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself, just in case you're new to the podcast. My name is Ellie Molina, and I am an intuitive, a psychic, an author, and the creator of Kids Academy, which is a magical place where children and adults can learn to tap into their inner magic, basically their intuition, and develop their psychic and intuitive abilities. It's an online program, and you can learn much more about that on my website, which is elliemolina.com, and you'll find it under the tab psykids.com. Oh, just psykids, I'm sorry, not psykids.com. You'll find it right under there, under psykids. So um, today, before we begin, um, and I welcome our guest, one of the things I'd like to go over is just a bit of astrological information that is going on today and this week. So today we have Mercury conjunct Neptune. This is a great day for expressing ourselves through art, dance, poetry, and use your imagination today. This is a wonderful day to use your imagination. And then we stay quiet until Mercury sextiles Pluto, where this is a really high power day for intuition and learning to use your intuition and learning to manifest and manifesting. And then we have a Venus conjunct Saturn in Aquarius on the 28th. And we also want to pay attention to the fact that Mercury has um, entered into Aries soon. And when Mercury enters Aries, then just know that this is an excellent time to start new ventures and cut out excessive wordiness. So with that being said, I'm going to get Mark in the room and, um, hi, Mark, can you hear me? Uh, yes. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, good. Hi, Mark. How are you? Um, <laughs> thank you for being here. I want to introduce you first and just share a little bit about you. And I'm very excited to have you here today. So our guest today is Mark Houghton. Houghton. I said it right. Houghton. Did I pronounce Correct. it correctly? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And Mark is a benevolent Perfect. teacher. He's a life coach. He's a mentor. And he educates and inspires those who desire to attain universal wealth and abundance, freedom and connection with the universe. And Mark is also a multiple lottery winner. He's got 78,000 plus subscribers to his YouTube channel. He's written a book and maybe two books by now. <laughs> You'll have yeah, to fill us in on that one. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. I psychically knew that, Mark. Okay, and uh -huh. I met <laughs> I met Mark um, on Timothy Schultz's podcast. So Timothy spoke at one of the events for remote viewing, and that is where I came across Timothy. So I started following Timothy. And then one day mm -hmm. on Timothy's podcast, 
I ran into you and it was like, oh my goodness, here's somebody. And then I had to follow, I had to follow the rabbit hole. Okay. I had to find out who's this guy who's won multiple mm -hmm. times. And I was so fascinated by your story, Mark, that I had to invite you to our live podcast. So the live podcast happens to be a little bit of an interesting thing. Sometimes there are many people on the call and then sometimes there aren't, but the call is again on all the platforms. So um, without further ado, I've got lots of questions to ask you. And, but really, I'd love to begin with you sharing how you got started in all of this. And, you know, then that leads to the next question. Did you ever expect that you were going to end up um, teaching consciousness and quantum physics and manifesting to thousands of people? Mm, uh, never in a million years. <laughs> that that wasn't the plan. But, you know, that that taught me something very profound. Oh, yeah, but how it started, I, I basically, first of all, I was always into the, what you call the etheric stuff. You know, growing up as a kid, I, I had gifts. You know, I could sense stuff. Um, my mom was very, my mom has it. She's very powerful with that. She could, when she dreamed, her dreams would come true. Mm. And I picked up some of that. Uh, but, you know, as a kid, you kind of like just threw it off, you know, but there's always something that stuck with me is that I would always question my existence, my place. I would, and I would always question everything because mm -hmm. things, things just didn't seem right to me because, you know, these senses I had, these, these things that were in me that I couldn't see physically, but I could feel and, and then they would come out physically. I knew there was something off about the physical world. And then you know, once I got grew up, I grew up into like a Christian household and religion. And, you know, all of that just didn't make sense to me about, you know, just a God that sits on his throne and judges people. And, you know, I, I was always into physics and science and, you know, and I was, you know, so I kind of put things together. And then, then I would always have this voice, you know, I would call it your higher self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the voice, the voice is kind of your intuition, but it speaks to you. But so that, that's as a kid. So I, as I got older, I kind of, uh, it would happen every now and then. I just kind of suppress it. It was no big deal. So, you know, I got into with the mainstream lifestyle. I call it the matrix. Yeah, I call it. You got to do that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I went to a culinary school. I became a chef. I had a nice uh, job at the uh, a hotel here on uh, Miami Beach. Um, I was exec executive sous chef there. And that's where things took off. This is about five years now. So this is in 20, I used to say 2015 is when I got my awakening and my calling. And during that time, I said I was a chef. And the thing that really ca caught my eye was a car. You know, I've always loved cars. I'm into cars. Mm -hmm. There's this car. It was a beautiful, um, it was in a E46 Dakar Yellow BMW M3. Uh, they only made, I think, about 10 of those cars, the models it was. In the world and i wanted that car when i seen it i was like wow you know man look at that car it, it had classic look it looks just nice i was like i want that car and i looked at the price and the, and the car was like almost forty thousand dollars and i was like hmm i don't want to do payments you know how can i get this car i mean i was working as a, a chef but still that wasn't enough money just to buy a car you know you got mm -hmm. stuff happening so um 
things started happening. I started to, all of a sudden, I just got this intense interest in personal development, how the mind works, quantum physics, particularly the subconscious, our conscious mind, you know, why we do things we don't want to do. I was always curious about the mind, why it reacts, why it talks to you, why why you have two voices, why I can speak out mm. loud and I can hear a, and I can hear a voice in my head and I don't have ears in my head, but I can still hear. So I, I was always curious about that. Uh, anyway, um, something just said, hey, man, just just play the lottery and win the lottery. And I said, I said, why not? I mean, according to quantum physics, there's there's uh, actually two different realities you can live in. You can live in a world of probability or you can live in a world of actuality, which in fact means if I play the lottery, I, I can I, uh, escape the world of probability and just make it an actual thing. In other words, I'll just manifest it. Mm-hmm, it's not, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I don't play the odds or anything. So I didn't look at the lottery as an odds game. I just looked at, okay, I'm going to manifest it. And uh, I basically did. And uh, about a, it took about a year. And during that time, I kind of put my own little system together. I would visualize some things. And uh, up to a year from that, um, I got I won the Fantasy Five in Florida. And I bought the car cash. <laughs> I love it. And, yeah. And then after that, I did I did it again. I did a few more times. I won doing it here and I just kept doing it. Can I, can I, this is awesome, Mark. I do want, can you share uh, the story? I did hear this on Timothy's podcast, but mm-hmm. can you share with our listeners about how you visualized sh- telling the guy at the, the dealership? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 So I kind of knew that the the mind, the so with, with the with your subconscious mind is it's it's a, it's the ir- irrational part of your mind, your consciousness. So it is very powerful. It's actually quite infinite when it comes to holding information. The capability of it, it processes about three billion bits of information per second compared to your our regular mind, right? So mm-hmm. I kind of knew, okay, the subconscious mind is illogical. So all I have to do is impress it. So prior to uh, getting the car. I made myself go down to look at the car. Now, keep in mind, I didn't have any money. Uh, I just told the guy I'm going to come check the car out. And I acted like I was going to buy the car. My ego kept telling me, what are you doing, man? You're wasting your time. (laughs) You're driving 45 minutes down, and you're going to waste this guy's time. I I said I have to push through because I was trying to convince my subconscious. Anyway, I went down there. I looked at the car. The car looked great. I sat in the car, and then I applied my technique. I put my hands on the steering wheel. I touched the car, and I said, this car is going to be mine which now associate the subconscious says this really is mine because it doesn't know any difference. And right. I had the image. And then I talked talk to the guy and he's like, okay, so you, are you ready to make a deal? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make a deal. I was, he says, what do you want to do? You want to do, like, I only take cash. I says, okay, I'll do it, man. And um, I just said, basically to make a long story short, I said, I'm, I'm going to come back and I'll pay you cash, man. And he says, yeah, you're going to get it. I said, I'm going to win the lottery. I told him, I said, I'm going to win the lottery going to come to you and i'm going to pay this car cash for you and of course he, he, he snuckled a little bit and he's like yeah. man if that happens uh, i gotta tell him i'm gonna tell my dad uh because my dad um plays a lottery and uh, they'll just be amazing man but he's, and he's like whatever anyway i left and um i visualized the way i visualized it i would visualize me going into the store checking the ticket it says top prize claim at the lottery and I visualized the guy, I think his name is Danny. I, yeah, I visualized, I mean, I visualized me calling Danny, telling him, mm-hmm. hey, man, I'm coming I'm coming to get that car. And he says, he's saying to me, well, did you get the money? I said, yeah, I told you I'd win the lottery. And then he started laughing. And he's like, hey, man, when you come down here, uh, I got to introduce you to my dad because it's unbelievable. I visualized all that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it 
it played out the exact same way. <laughs> I love that it. Congrats. That was the trippiest thing. Yeah, that was the trippiest thing of my entire life because when it happened, I could I don't know if anyone experienced this, but it was a point that I, I call it my brain froze because I didn't know if I was in reality or as dreaming because the fact that it happened exactly, I, I don't know if few people may experience this, but there's a point when what you see in your mind actually comes in reality, it kind of shocks your belief system and mm -hmm. your body reacts in a certain way because it was unbelievable. I, I, I was profound stuck. I didn't know. Uh, I was confused. I didn't know because it, I visualized the exact way, played out the exact way. And uh, I did just that. I went down there, met his dad, shook his hands, gave him the, the check. I mean, I, I went I went to the bank to get cash, but they, they wouldn't give me the cash. They said they had to order cash. They're, I was going to take out 34000 But they gave me a cashier's check. And I said, would you take a cashier's check? He did. And um, the rest was history. Oh, my God. That was that's incredible. That's incredible. And I, you know, congratulations to you. And I have to share with the listeners. I have lots of questions and mm -hmm. we I know some of the listeners have questions because they submitted them to me. But I know nice. that mm -hmm. your method works. And how do I know your method works? Because I was on Timothy's mm -hmm. podcast again and I for, I don't remember her name, but maybe you do. A woman named Tammy. Do you remember? Have, did you hear her story? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah, her Tammy, name? Yeah, Tammy. Yeah. So she yeah. followed your method and she talked mm -hmm. all that. Have you, did you ever meet her? Did you ever connect with her? Just yeah, I had, her, I, had her, I had her on my podcast the other day. Oh, you did? She won, oh. she won $1 million in a Powerball by using right. basically what, I, what, I, what I'm teaching. Exactly. That's where, and then I heard her there and it was like, okay, I, I got to get Mark on. I got to get Mark on, especially because <laughs> this month is magical manifesting month. And so um, we've been nice. working, we, we, meaning the community that listens to my podcast and works with me, my clients, mm -hmm. we have been working on nice. manifesting. And so what I'm curious, I got a couple of questions before the clients send right. in their questions, but let's go back really quickly to when you were a child. Um, I don't know if you know this, and this is not a pitch for what I do, but it, it it's basically my life. I teach kids right. to develop their intuition. Everybody's got it, but I teach kids to really work with their intuition and to develop their psychic abilities and to remote view and use this to empower themselves and raise their own consciousness. <laughs> so what we're doing with the adults, I start with the kids so and their mm -hmm. parents. So now- Getting back to your story, how old were you? Do you can you remember like when you started having, let's call it your visions and knowing that there was so much more to this world mm. than the 3D, the matrix, even if you didn't have mm. language? Do you can you recall right, right, those right. experiences? Yeah, I, between the ages of seven to about 11 years old mm -hmm. is when they started coming in. All right. And um, I, I noticed they developed right after that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you tell anybody? Did you share? Uh, no, I mean, you know, as a kid, you, 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 you see these things and, you know, you tell your parents, uh, my mom, she always, she would take me serious because I mean, she used to have them. So right. she would just tell me about what they are, but uh, that, that was about it. I had cousins and everything. I, I mean, I wouldn't, I didn't tell them because, you know, right. we, <laughs> you, know you know, we're just, Playing, we were playing. We don't. We were doing kid stuff. They weren't in, into that stuff. So, and I, I wasn't either. I uh -huh. was just curious to, to tell my mom. 
Ah, okay, cool, cool. I'm just curious also, because a lot of kids do, you know, they start with this at that early age, and then we, we squash it, we stop using it, you know, it's not, it's not part of um, the matrix when we get to school. So we kind of like kill off that side. All right. Um, So I've got a couple of questions over here, just real quickly. Um, I want to know. um, All right. Um, all right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm going through some of these questions over here. So what would we tell? Yeah. I have a caller over here from MC and MC says I played the lottery for years. And her question is, do you feel it's scratch offs or playing the lottery numbers? And that's a better way to get better odds. There's a lot of questions in here. So, um, Basically, do I, I know where you're going, I bet, I bet. <laughs> do you feel it's scratch-offs or playing the lotto numbers? That's better to for your odds. And will I win a large jackpot? And how often should I play? All right. Um, what do you say to any of that, Mark? <laughs> well, the, the first thing is that's the problem we have. We associate the lottery as odds. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a belief system you're going to put in your mind. So the first thing I would tell uh, your your listener is eradicate or erase odds. They don't exist unless you believe they exist. The lot, we, we Look, winning the lottery is basically this. Here it is. It's just being in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. That can only happen on an etheric level. That you, you can only get there on a non-physical level. That means an intuition or visions. Right. So for me, I get my mind into that state so i I do scratch offs and i do the regular numbers because you could win big i i won big on scratch offs i won 100 grand a few months ago on a scratch off i keep winning five thousand ten thousand um you you could listen you can get to the point and this happens to me a lot you can get it to the point where i can go close my eyes and i just go to sleep and a vision will appear to me of a store and a scratch off and he'll tell me to go there and i'll go there the next day and I win a ten thousand dollars. Happened four times. Wow. That's because you connected to the etheric mm-hmm. numbers. It's a little different now. See, I play my own numbers. I get these numbers. It's called the pick four, the pick five, mm-hmm. and I these numbers come to me, and I play them from for maybe two three months, and I win six figures. So, mm-hmm. um, or you can do quick picks, but for you to manifest the lottery, you have to get out of odds and start to get into your intuition and start to believe that it's possible and that you you got to convince yourself that you're going to be in the right place at the right time. That's how your subconscious mind is going to help you because you got to remember how stuff works in reality, guys. There is no external physical world. What you're seeing is illusions of tremendous amounts, speeds of energetic vibrational patterns, which our eyes convert into images Everything is about a state of a vibration or a feel of being. So if you can understand that, and then that's going to get your intuition heightened, you will always be in the right place at the right time. How can you explain what, what I've done uh, where I, there's a, I'm sitting and all of a sudden I'm maybe eating a sandwich and a boom, an image pops into a head of a store that I've been to. I haven't gone there in two months. And it just I, I just automatically know what it is. I say, okay, I got to go there. And when I go into the store, boom. I know what scratch off to buy. I buy a scratch off and I win. Yeah. Numerous yeah. times. How can someone explain that in a physical sense? Because there is no physical sense to explain that. So if, if anyone is interested in manifesting the lottery, 
it's a system that you have to change. First, you got to undo what they taught you in your mind about odds and probabilities and start to get into the belief. The next thing is, yeah, you're going to play the lottery. You have to play it uh, consistently. So you got to create a budget. Uh, that means you have to have money that you're not, you know, going to uh, pay your rent with or anything. You got to has to be like play money or budget money. Like, like look at it like you're investing in stocks. Mm-hmm. And you do that, uh, then you win. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is awesome. Again, this all goes back into, um, I, I call it like looking, living in an alternate reality is basically what I consider it. And that yeah. for me, it's, I mean, we're talking about the same thing, just not using using different language. And for me, the alternate mm. reality is um, escaping the matrix, seeing what's real for me in in my mind as my reality exactly. as opposed to the things that are actually physically in front of me um yeah i have some clients that have been doing really really well with the scratch off games and yeah. winning numbers and so again uh it's like again i totally agree with it's consistency consistency belief and you've got a ton of tools also and um yeah uh, yeah any you know and oh people can where can people find you um, uh, just go to my YouTube <laughs> channel. Just, just, just search Mark A. Hart and you'll find me YouTube. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, Mark's got some Mark's got some fabulous videos on his YouTube channel for anyone who's listening um, and new to and new to Mark. He's got fabulous videos mm-hmm. on the YouTube channel where he teaches people how to I'm going to call it leave the matrix, get into, you know, to break through belief systems and um, yeah, have people. And then of course you have your private Facebook group also where people can share their experiences. So can you just off the cuff, do you have anybody that like Mm -hmm. really super stands out? Who's one like besides Tammy, uh, (laughs) like incredible amounts through the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I have, uh, there's three people. But they like they remain they want to remain anonymous. But uh, absolutely, most, mm-hmm. I think uh, they one one was uh, five mil, the other was three mil, and the other was two million dollars. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, one was in Europe, one was in Europe, and the other two was uh, in the states. And uh, there's other individuals in other countries that won six figures. Uh, mm. so that that, that I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is awesome. I'm just going to open up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm coming back to you, Mark, for more questions, but I want to open up yes, the room definitely. right now. If there's anybody here in the room, uh, we've got quite a number of listeners. And so if anybody wants to ask questions of Mark, now's the perfect time. All you need to do is either type in your question or hit the call button. There's a little microphone on right. your uh, app. And if you want to call in and ask a question, we are here right now and taking calls. Anybody interested? Ask away. All right. Let's give them a couple of moments. Delayed response from the universe, right? Tell us about, mm-hmm. while we're waiting for anybody to call in, can you mm-hmm. tell us about your views on 
um, I call it like the delayed response, you know, like we put things out, who we're being, what we're thinking, right. and then the universe um, well, anyway, the, the, our reality, whatever you want to call it, the universe, our reality, mm -hmm. it takes time from mass to mass before it manifests. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit about your experience in that, you know, talk quantum physics about that a little bit, you know what I'm talking about? You know, the delayed response from the universe, like we want something, we want to loom the lottery now. So our focus and our concentration is on the lottery and then as long as we don't have that doubt, um, it comes to pass. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I witnessed that the first time I was uh, manifesting the lottery. And, you know, that, I think that's a that's an issue with our ego. Because, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about this is that when you get connected, you would see signs and synchronicities. For example, the car I wanted, uh, it was a yellow car. And I would see yellow cars everywhere all of a sudden four or five and then i would see the seven seven eight eight and i was like oh man i'm gonna um win the lottery it could be my ego was like yeah man look at all the signs you're gonna win it like next week or two but you know in reality it was about nine to ten months away and i didn't i didn't know but i was in into that state of wanting and then you know you're gonna get disappointed because i'm listening to my ego and i, I kind of figured out i said wait a minute uh, I gotta, I gotta understand how this, the universe works. You know, the construct of time is different than the construct of my mental time. My subconscious doesn't see linear time, so I've already won. That's why I'm seeing these signs. Mm -hmm. So what's actually happening is just my limited mind hasn't caught up to that time, what you call timeline yet. And that's what you have to learn when you're doing this: is that there's a divine timing for everything. You're going to win when you're supposed to win. You're going to win at the right time. There's nothing you can do to force. So we just you just have to get into the fact to just to let it go and let the universe do its thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that will free up a lot of res or freeze up a lot of resistance. And it will seem like time is speeding up. But in reality, it's just you're just moving towards that divine timing. So I think that's the, the biggest thing for, for individuals to understand is you have to be detached and you cannot li listen to your mind, your ego, because it's very limited. It can't see the entire timeline. Um so when, I mean, once you put something out, and you believe it, and you're visualizing it, it's already done. It 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 it, it exists yeah. as an actual event in the spiritual world, non-physical world. It's, it's exists. What happens now? It comes together as a physical thing for us to experience. I think I think that gets lost, and I think because of our ego, uh, we 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 attach too much with the physical. Because that's what you know. That's how our minds develop. Your mind is developed yeah. to interact with physical stuff, senses, smell, touch, and hear. But that's just a fraction of the mind power you have. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Absolutely. And then, of course, resistance and doubt kicks in. The egos like, oh, this is never yeah. going to work. All that crazy self-talk, maintaining that self, basically maintaining the um, the state of consciousness and awareness that you're in the future, that you have one, while all of your right. surroundings are like the evidence is elsewhere, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I have to maintain that state of, I have yeah, won yeah. the lottery now. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I have a couple of questions again. Some people have been emailing me questions. Mark, yeah. the question for you is, do you have some 
favorite affirmations that you can give us. Now they can listen to the recording again, so they don't have to be furiously writing them down, but I refer to you as the Supreme Manifester. So do you have, (laughs) (laughs) I like that though. Do you have any affirmations that you may be able to give um, PS, yeah, anything that works for you that you tell yourself a lot? Oh, yeah, I have a few affirmations. Uh, or I like to call them uh, ask or, or question formations or ask formations. But yeah, a couple of them you guys can use. You can say, you know, and you got to use your outer voice. You can say, you know, uh, why do I have more than enough money to live the life I desire? You know, why are things always working out in my favor why am i consistently in the right place at the right time when in top tier lottery jackpot prizes you know how would it make me feel to win millions of dollars in the lottery um you know why am i such a genius at making huge sums of money um and you know Oh, Why? you went away for a second. Uh, Wait, you went away. Can you, oh, could you, hear me? you disappeared for a few seconds on me. Um, uh, Why am I in the right place at the right time? That was the last one I time. heard. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I in the right place at the right time? Uh, winning top tier lottery jackpot prizes. Um, Why is my life so happy and harmonious? Uh, Why is the universe conspiring to help me manifest my desires? Mm. And the, the the top one is, uh, you know, why do things always work out in my favor? Nice, nice, uh, th- nice. Those, those, those are good ones. Yeah. Uh, thank you for those. And I hope everybody listening over here comes back and either writes them down and starts using them mm-hmm. because doing this will also change a lot of things in the quantum field for people personally. You know, it's not just about yeah. winning the lottery. It's about having a much better life. So exactly. can you share? Yeah. Can you share a little bit about some of the other benefits that you've noticed ever since you've been doing this work and helping so many people? What's it been like for you now? Oh, it's been great. You know, I, you know, I discovered that's, that's why I'm here to just be of service to others. It just feels good to, uh, to help people, you know, to, to, to change their lives and then to see the, you know, testimonies and things of that. So it just makes you want to continue to do it. Uh, and one of the, I think one of the uh, biggest lessons I learned while doing this is how many people were just misled and confused about who they are, who they are. Like, the matrix really got people living outside themselves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that that's the thing i learned it's like wow everything is designed to distract you from you the media even the schools mm-hmm. religion mm-hmm. everything is designed to do that mm-hmm. and um, there is a reason why it's designed to do that because when you when you find yourself you find your true power and then you can you can literally alter reality you can change anything yeah and yeah. i believe I believe uh, they don't want people to know that because if, if they want the masses to know that they can control and create their world, they wouldn't have any control. You wouldn't have any government. You wouldn't have any systematic systems and all this different levels and all that stuff. So uh, Absolutely. that's my personal belief. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with that. Um, just a little. My, my mission and in life is uh, 
developing human potential. And so right. what that what that looks like for me is taking it into the you know taking it into telekinesis, taking it into remote viewing, mm-hmm. remote healing, and working with that also and imagine and teaching. I teach my clients how to part the seas, which is exactly what yes. you're doing when you teach them, you know, to to trust in the powers of the universe and in their own power. And so by parting the seas, what happens for us, obviously, is we get to control. We get to not control. We get to co-create. We get to compose our reality. And then we're living in, I call it, you know, we're not living in the third dimensional matrix. We're Mm -hmm. living in our own space where we create what we want. We have abundance. We have good health. We have fabulous, you know, families and lives and homes, and it's all possible. And this is what I love about your work because you are reaching so many people right now. And the time, you know, the time is right. The time is right and ripe for this. It's been coming. So what other people have been thinking is science fiction, you're over here. No, this ain't science fiction. This is real. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's now a science fact now. It's science fact. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's science fact. That's a good, I like that. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Where are you off to? What's next for you? Can you share what you're going to be doing next? Uh I'm basically just going to continue uh, teaching, inspiring, and motivating. Mm-hmm. Just Sounds uh, good. moving mm-hmm. along. I, I mean, I, re- I recently just uh, I wrote uh, my, my second book. It's called How to Manifest uh, the Lottery Using Quantum Physics and the Subconscious Mind. It's, it's doing pretty good now. Um, you can get it on Amazon, Kindle, mm-hmm. and you can get the uh, audio version, uh, the ebook, and now you can get the hard copy. Although the hard copy is only available in the U.S. and uh, the U.K. right now, um, right? Um, right. But yep, and my first book, Manifest It Using Quantum Physics, I have that. Um, so the mission is just to continue, just to just you know, my my job really is I I just want I I want to motivate people, I want to inspire people, and I want to make them think and expand their minds. Because yeah. I believe once you can get someone to think, which, which doesn't happen in the matrix. You see, the thing about the matrix, the matrix don't teach you how to think. They yeah. teach you what to think, which is like a program. You become a bot. Right. So you're not, you're, not a, you're not a person anymore. You're just like a, a subconscious program. So once you can expand your mind on how to think, I, I believe that's when you start to find yourself. And that's what I want to do with people. And... Uh, you know, they'll they'll have the questions and then they'll start to look and then they'll find the answers and uh, they'll 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 have their freedom. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm going to confirm everything that you're saying about the about the uh, the, the institute. I call it the institution of education where the mediocrity mm-hmm. starts really early in the programming because I spent a uh, 40 yeah. years of my life as an educator. And that was yeah. one of the reasons it was the biggest reason I left public education was right. we were not allowed to teach. Okay. I mean, you know, you could call it whatever you want and people can argue with me, especially educators and administrators, and they can come mm-hmm. back at me and say, what are you talking about, Ellie? Of course you can teach. Mm-hmm. No, you can't teach. You're prescribed. There's a prescription of what you can speak about and what you cannot speak about. And there are limitations as to what you can and cannot teach or talk about. That's also there. And the programming is to create little, um, 
I don't know what the word is, you know, to keep them all basically in the matrix, little, little worker bees, if you want to use the old fashioned term. And yeah. only a few I get to N NPCs, non-player <laughs> characters. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And mm -hmm. only a few of them get to slip out. And then others are groomed to slip out. But for the most part, mm -hmm. depending on where you find yourself in which particular educational system, you're groomed uh -huh. to, you are groomed and programmed to fit into an institutionalized way of life. And when I started working in this field with kids, you know, to bring in the psychic work and to bring in the manifestations uh -huh. and the affirmations, you know, we had, um, super high test scores that year in public school and the administration came and said what's going on in the room over here Molina what are you doing and I said well uh -huh. we're using affirmations to pass these tests and then you know that led uh -huh. to other an enrichment program thank god because it could have led to me being <laughs> like oh maybe we want to get you out of the classroom but it didn't go that way yeah so I'm so happy that you're doing this with adults and um, that these adults, the people that you're teaching are also going to be bringing this to their children. So there's an entire new network of conversation that is happening in your community now as to what is possible right. as opposed to, oh, that's not possible. Oh, that doesn't work. You know, so right. Right. it's really an exciting time, especially with the work that you're doing. All right. Um, yes. Yeah. Any any comments to that? And yes, I want to. Yeah, I, I want to touch on something that that you said about the education system that um, just is just proved to me. You see, uh, you're an educator. So I've been saying this for the longest time. When I, when I tell individuals, I say, guys, the matrix is your government. It's your religion. It's your education system. It's the mainstream media. It's the beliefs. It's everything that you put together. And people would say, well, what do you mean the education system? What I mean, I said the teachers, the professors and everyone. And he says, you know, are, are these people um, actually doing this? And what I would say is, I said, no, guys, these people are actually uh, maybe puppets, but they don't even know because they're being directed on what to teach, just like you just proved right now. See, mm -hmm. some of these individuals may want to teach the right thing, but they're being coerced politically to this is what you have to teach. Don't go there. Teach this. And you're absolutely right. Because the whole system is this, it's, you know, first of all, people got to understand how this stuff started. You know, it started in the uh, Industrial Revolution. You know, Andrew Carnegie, the steel industry, mm -hmm. he's the one that created the educational system. And the educational system was created to make workers. Mm -hmm. for the, for, mm -hmm. And it's still mm -hmm. the same today. So when you go to school, school doesn't teach you how to think. It just tells you what to think and to become a contributor to the system. You're not, you're not like a free thinker. That's the whole process of school. If you look at how it organizes, you put kids in a class, you put them in a section, you put them in the middle, the back. They tell you what time you got to go to lunch, what time you got to go to eat. You got all those things are subconsciously gearing you to be subjective to authority, not to think. And this is deep because now you get older and you, you watch your news now. When the government tells you this or that, you don't question anything. Now, look, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with the government. The government's trying to do their best, but people have to understand, you have to think first. You just don't take anything someone says, literally, but that's where we're going. And yeah. my job is to keep people to open their eyes just to think before they listen. That's what all I'm doing. 
Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's really important. Um, you just touched upon a couple of things, and I'm going to see if anybody has any questions. But I want to share a story with you for confirmation about what happens in the classroom. I yeah. used to teach language arts, seventh grade, New York City Public School. Mm -hmm. Won't mention the school. I had the mm -hmm. kids were reading out loud and taking turns. Now, here's the, mm -hmm. the reason behind why I wanted the kids to read out loud was so that I could see if they could read. Okay, I mean, they're in seventh grade. I don't know how they, they can read <laughs> right. or not. How do I know? Um, right. So I had them reading out loud, and I also wanted them to pay attention to what other people were reading. So we were doing something that is known as round robin, where it's kind of like right. you start reading, and then the next person will read. Somebody will, you know, throw a ball at you, and you got to, you know, catch the ball, yeah. and you got to read from where they left off. It's kind of fun. When everything else is just so, and then Mark, a group of administrators entered the room unannounced, knock on the door, boom, 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 open the door. There they are. A big party of the administrators, principals, you know, assistant superintendent, reading specialist, right. yada, yada. Well, what are you doing in here, Miss Molina? Okay, well, we're reading. Uh huh. And what are you reading? Mm -hmm. All right, they took notes and then they left. Do you know, Mark, I was called into the office in front of a committee um, and asked why they were reading out loud. And I said, well, I needed to know if they could read and it was fun. And they said, no, we don't do that anymore. It ruins their self-esteem because if children cannot pronounce a word in front of their classmates, they may feel ridiculed and less than. And I'm like, okay, so I'm you're telling surprised. you're telling me they can't read out loud surprised. in my classroom. Mm -hmm. So then I don't know if they know how to read or not. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So you know where I was going after that. But yeah, um, yeah. we we just that alone, not to be able to know if children can read or not, because it's going to mess with their self esteem. We know that that's not the reason. That's not. Uh, oh yeah, that's 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 just an excuse. That's a political thing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know, it, mm -hmm. it it goes deeper than that, though. You know, it does. You know, kids from when they reach the age from zero to six. Uh, they're, they're, why do you think your imagination is so profound? But once you get into the school system, they dull your imagination. They're Absolutely. You stop. And the, the thing you guys got to understand, everyone got to understand, and I'm sure you teachers and your listeners know this, but this is very critical. Look, guys, your imagination is your superpower. That's the secret to hack what you call reality. Mm -hmm. Think about mm -hmm. it. When you came here, your brain developed this highly... Uh, in, intuition mind where you can see images you can see things do you think that's a coincidence do you think you know and then as you get older you that that's get that that gets dummied down but that is the actual tool that you need to create reality you know reality is a perception you know if you look around you know this every single thing you see around was once in the mind of someone mm -hmm. and they are putting that to the side. They're encouraging kids to stop dreaming. Mm -hmm. Come on. Absolutely. You're, you're always mm -hmm. stop now. You're not a kid anymore. Mm -hmm. Stop. Don't use your imagination. Come on. It's free think, critical think. Da 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 da. That's mm -hmm. where we're at, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's why I have built the Psy Kids Academy, Mark. <laughs> 
it's a magical place for children and their adults. This is where they can learn consciousness and they can learn to use their imagination again, remote view, see without their eyes, get excited Mm -hmm. about their human potential, things that they can do. You know, I, um, this is just an aside, but I had three kids in that I worked with who were able to uh, move a domino with their mind. Now they didn't shake the tables or anything like that. This was mm-hmm. focused concentration, 20 minutes in of sitting there staring at an object before it moved. And I've only seen it three times, but you know, it's possible because mm-hmm. um, these are things that are possible. I've done telekinesis myself. So um, yeah, it's a great world out there if we get to use our potential. So I'm so happy you're uh, doing this work. I'm so and happy. Now, and now, I mean, to touch on that, the telekinesis and the, the, the domino, guess what? Now physics, quantum physics is peering and showing us how it's actually done. So yeah. for anyone out there wondering like, okay, so how do you move a domino? I hear they talk about moving a domino. Come on, that's not possible. Let's, well, let's talk about how physics and how, the, how reality works. But what happens is uh, every single thing, objects, inanimate and animate objects. So an inanimate object would be a domino. An animate object would be someone of consciousness, a person. Uh, each of these, uh, let's call them things, they, are, they have one thing in common. They're all entangled. Everything mm-hmm. is entangled. You're not separate mm-hmm. from anything. So with this mm-hmm. entanglement now, they're connected by strands of energy. And these energies, uh, they, they call them string, they have string theory, but they're just basically looked up as electromagnetic energy. And they're controlled through your thought waves. So when someone is moving the domino, they are using that connective energy and they're influencing the inanimate object which moves there is science to show that same thing Mm -hmm. with telekinesis Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i know i love it Uh uh-huh and um that which brings me to um it brings me to a method that i've been practicing i don't usually like to talk about what i do but i'm going to share it now um remotely working i have not won the lottery yet uh let everybody know haven't done it yet now i've been wondering or playing around with the idea of doing this through telepathy and telekinesis where i start to visualize the the machine let's say you know what's her name Mm -hmm. yolanda in new york i don't know if she's (laughs) spinning the lottery machine right Mm -hmm. that thing is spinning and then visualizing and calling like as if it were tele you know through telekinesis through through the power of psychotronics to pull the number out and to keep pulling that number to pull those numbers out now mark i got i did that i do that as intensely all the time. Mm-hmm. I did pull out three numbers, okay, out of the six. I don't think the prize mm-hmm. was more than $10, only the point was that I did it. And I got three out of the six numbers and I said, okay, I this is gonna work for me. I just need to do this regularly. Thoughts on any of that? Right, yes. Uh, so that you, that, that takes, you take, you're doing too much energy. That takes too much energy. I'll show you the, easy, the easier way to do that if you're gonna win the lottery. Okay, go. You, you, you just have to visualize a winning ticket. Don't visualize any numbers. Now, if if you want if you want numbers, you just simply ask your higher self before you go to bed. You can say, "Hey, give me the six winning Powerball lottery jackpot numbers in a dream." And when you go to bed, have a pen and paper next to you so that you get if the if your higher self decides it's going to give you the numbers, you're going to wake up and uh, write the numbers down. That's what you do with that. 
The next way you can do it, I just allow the universe to do it for you by just visualizing. So you would visualize, in, what's her name, Yolanda? All you have to do is just visualize you being with her at the press conference. Because when they win, she's always there. She has these individuals with them. <laughs> like, hey, this is Yolanda, such and such. That's all you have to do. Visualize yeah. yourself there and she's calling your name and then you have a check and then put the amount you want in the check. And you do that every night. What's going to happen? You're going to be in the right place at the right time and you're going to buy that, that winning number. Okay, I'm going to do this. And I hope everybody else, I don't hope, anybody listening to this podcast now or later, you let us know what happens after you've been doing this. I'm going to do this, Mark. I'm absolutely going to do it your way. And then I'll let you know. Um, Anybody have questions? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody have questions for Mark today before we end up closing? Got a couple more minutes for today's podcast. Uh, Any questions over here? Got a quiet group, Mark. A quiet group. All right. <laughs> what is your time zone there? I'm I'm in New York. Okay, I think it's so, pretty early still. It is early. I'm just saying. No, we've got a quiet group here. We've got 15 people on this live call right now. So I'm just wondering if we had any questions. And for this live call, 15 people, believe it or not, is a nice number because it is daytime. People are working in the office. Um, Okay. But if no one has any questions, Mark, do you have any closing words and advice, anything you want to share with us today? Well, I just like besides all the wonderful stuff that you've been sharing, (laughs) I I would like everyone to know that the the secret to um, creating your life is is your mindset, is the way that you see yourself from the inside. The inside creates the outside. So, with that being said, you if you have to start seeing that it's possible. For you to have what you want. If you cannot see that it's possible. I'm not saying you have to fully believe now. You just have to see it's possible. Then you can build a belief. Once you see something's possible. And you repeat it over and over. By using images or writing it down. It becomes a belief. In your unconscious. When it becomes a belief. The unconscious now takes it. And makes it a habit or an action. That becomes your experience in your life. So the key for anyone here. Is you have to understand that things don't come to you, they come through you. So when you change the inside, the outside changes. That's what I like to leave everyone to understand. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you, thank you. It kind of reminds me of as above, so below, as within, so without, right? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, listen, Mark, Supreme Manifester, um, people can find you. Go to, <laughs> I love it. Go to YouTube, look for Mark, um, M-A-R-K-H-A-U-G-H-T-O-N, Mark yep. A. Houghton, and subscribe to his channel, get his books, start changing the conversations that we are having out there and start changing the conversations that you are having with yourself. So it all begins, as Mark said, within, and then we get to change the outer world. Uh, Mark, I want to thank you so much for being here today. It was an honor to have you. I love what you are doing. And I send you much love, many blessings, and we'll be in touch. Thank you so much, Elliot. It was an honor being here and look forward to connecting with you again. 
All right. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, all the people listening today and in the future. All right. Go win your lotteries and let us know. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) All right. right. Bye, Mark. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.